Yo, hello boys and girls, what it, but, no, I was about to say, what it, MF and do, it's just basically a colloquial term for where I'm from, but this is the Hearing Colors to Kill Sounds podcast, Spiky Bebop, welcome everybody, uh, have a seat for a second, <laughs> basically, uh, the audio is not, you know, altered or anything like this, I do have uh, extenuating, what do you call those, circumstances or something like this, but no complaints, I could still talk to you guys and formulate sentences, so I'm chilling. This is the new year, 2023, as promised, I was still going to come with the original content from my first book, and then update you guys until the fourth, and then eventually release of my fifth book. The same way with the fourth book, and how I did it that way. But insanely and you know expanding differently i'm just super thankful for everyone liking any of my pieces the more and more you guys like my content the more content that i bring and the more intricate it becomes i cannot you know literally tell you that in the most you know simplest of words and how i i go through and i layer something and then with other things, you know, there's meaning in there, and then there's other things where there's, you know, symbolism in there, and there's, everyone always attributes this thing to me, like, so many levels to this shit, like, I get it, so, for me, I'm just excited to be here, it's 2023, it's January, my family's here, like, I'm excited, and, and it's really, I gotta jump back into the content that I was talking about, last uh on the last podcast actually the last thing i was talking about on the last podcast was you know how certain things as an artist influence me uh and how i design my characters and how i design you know the scenarios and the the things that happen to them not and even including the setting so basically from anybody listening this kind of doubles as a writer's room Usually, you know, writers have a, a, what do you call this, an interview, and the interview is over. Or they have a writer's room, and or they have, uh, what do you call those, master classes. And those things are great. Those are world-renowned writers, trust me. <laughs> There's a reason why they have a master class next to their name. Nobody would be paying attention if they weren't, you know, New York Times bestsellers, you know, great thinkers and great, you know, content creators of their specific craft. But for me, you know, this is the West Coast. Shouts out to anybody on the West Coast doing any of their content. Shouts out to anybody getting it in the mud. You feel me? Uh, Shouts out to anybody doing their own podcast. Shouts out to anyone as a writer. You know, my hat's off to you. Because we come in this same generation of non-mediocrity. <laughs> I'll explain that. Non-N-O-N mediocrity. And uh, it's been that way since I can remember. There is no mediocrity that has been involved with my generation. That is never the case. But... Before I get into this podcast series, before I get into my super, super insane, like, tangent rant, uh, once again, like, I'm really serious, hit the subscribe button, shout out to all the content creators, my hat's off to you guys, 
keep going, keep on your craft, keep making it different, keep making it your own imagination, and then one day you'll be surprised at how effortless it is. So, okay. Basically, um, I wrote a book, right? It's called Hearing Colors to Kill Sounds. I wrote it. The book is insane. <laughs> it's science fiction, and I meant it to be from the beginning to the never-ending story. Like, there's no point throughout any of the story do I want someone to be convinced that they are getting a mirror from their own world. You know, I want it to be the reverse, that they are mirroring what this world is doing, you know, effortlessly. Let that sink in for a bit, right? So, it took me some time to develop what it was that I wanted to say and not be in my own ego and not be based in, you know, the thousands and thousands and thousands of different writers that have been writing, you know, in this genre before I was ever dreamed up, right? And... I talked about this past few weeks, right? I, I have this revolution of inspiration. Like, I'll sit down, I'll watch X-Men, I'll watch Spider-Man, I'll watch freaking any type of anime you can think of. I'll read some anime. I'll go, you know, read like a whole 40 volumes just so, you know, it catches me up to where the anime is. And... I'll do that for not to just consume, but to, you know, retain this and to understand what it is that the storytelling and the mangakyo or the, the, the guy who was the, the head manga writer, what was their message? You know, was it just this character trope or was it, there's so many different things to think about. But as a writer, I wanted to express these different parallels and how colorful a spectrum is that everyone has you know i get excited because if you look at a blank page it's so exciting like it's a blank page anything is possible like a blank page can have the, the possibility of you know expressing something that has never been expressed before just for that sheer potential alone and, and you being the catalyst to put down you know your pen to page it sounds overtly complicated, so I'll keep it simple, right? Basically, when you have the same tool as all of your other writer friends, that shit's cool. <laughs> it, it kind of, you know, taps into some stuff that I can't even, you know, put into words. And, and, and it, it excites me to talk about it, and it excites me to wake up every day. And to create and, you know, meticulously go back with my story. I, I showed my wife earlier this today, and it was a, a story, you know, and a character portrayal of a writer. And not usually do you see, you know, the writer stand alone from her work. Not unless it's like Stephen King or somebody who's like, you know, New York Times bestseller, already famous, and then they just do a book for the hell of it. This writer was claimed to faming from herself before all of these things were created, before the internet, before, you know, like, all of this, media, all of these things, and she's progressed, you know, 
years afterwards and survived and still has something to say. As a writer, we, we revere these things, but not a lot of writers try to, you know, give people their flowers. It's not necessarily a thing to do or a cool thing to do, as she would even uh, put it or, you know, put it in her prose. But I consider her like, you know, my aunt. If ever I was to have an aunt like this, it would definitely be her because she speaks her mind. She speaks what, you know, the truth in whatever it is that she sees. And, and that is something that I gravitate towards and the conversation gravitates towards whenever I bring up something serious like that. So if you ever get the opportunity of seeing a Martin Scorsese film, it's uh, documented by him. But it basically documents uh, Fred Leibowitz. Uh, I believe it is like 2010 or something like this. Basically in the New York area and her from her journey of the 1970s until the 2010s. That's it. That's all you need to know as a writer when you're looking at this thing. I didn't want to, you know, project this thing to my family members and be like, Hey, ooh, ooh, listen to what she just said. Ooh, 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 she said something gold right there. Ooh, ooh, listen. You know what I'm saying? Like, all of these things that I remember, I had to remember myself. Nobody was, like, tapping me on my shoulder and be like, Hey, listen to that. Hey, you should write that down. Hey, you should, like, incorporate that into your daily life. Like, <laughs> No one, no, not a soul told me those things, except this woman, who I saw on television, and she was over here jokingly, you know, telling me about wit, telling me about what it takes to be a writer, and then taking this mantle of being the most, like, time waster that has ever been in life, which, back then, at the time of me seeing it, I thought it was myself, <laughs> The irony and, you know, the astonishment, you know, the befuddlement as a black man to see this woman embody these things wholeheartedly, hold her chest and then hold her purse and then tell somebody like, wait, you said something? Hold my beer. Like, <laughs> to to have that is something that each and every one of these younger generations, these children, whoever it is, needs to see. It's the reason why I'm bringing it up because we always talk about mediocrity. We always talk about how artists are this or how artists are that or what they didn't used to be or what they should be and this, this, that, and the third. In my head, like, every time I hear this, it's, it's like a conundrum. It's like someone projecting a picture that I'm not looking at so the picture is there and then I'm looking at the real picture and then I'm like wow that picture they're projecting and this picture are two different things and, and that I just you know shake my head at it because what I came up and I'll, I'll tie this all in don't worry don't worry I came up in the era of the internet, so this is the first generation of internet, this is the second generation, third, fourth, whatever. All of these things, everyone had a comment section, they even had, you know, a message board, they even had, you know, chat rooms, <laughs> people had websites where people would, you know, congregate towards, even by 22, what was that, 2005. 
it was already popping. Everything was on the internet was already lit. Like, Google, everything. And all of these things that, you know, were at the beginning and in infancy, people were already tapping into. So, if anything was trying to be passed, you know, like, oh, it's that new track, hey, 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 like, anything, MP3 file, MP4 file, uh, MP wave file, anything on SoundCloud, anything, you know, in this era of YouTube was, you know, processed at uh, an insane speed. That's what people call viral because people would be like, oh, I'm going to send this to my homie because that's, that's fire. Oh, I'm going to send this to them and then that's fire. And not in a spammy way. Like, it was legit. Like, I fucks with this. <laughs> that's how things got into the water cooler and that's how things became popular. If it wasn't popular and if someone didn't fuck with something, excuse the language, if they didn't like something then they would get off of the mailing list or they wouldn't go to that website anymore or it wouldn't be reputable. That was trial and error. These are non-mediocrity people. Like anyone who I saw on the internet and they spent more time on the internet than I did in real life. <laughs> I generally had a sense of respect for their opinion. Versus me, you know, picking and choosing and picking holes in what they had to say. Generally, you will find those people in your, your older brother's basement or something like this. Like, you're the young one and your, your older brothers are like six or seven years older than you. And you'll go to their basement and their room and see what music they're listening to. And they're like shooing you away because you're not that cool type deal. That's how the internet initially is and still is to this day a lot of people are are in their twitter phase and they don't know how to at someone so they're like talking to themselves proverbially infinitely <laughs> people will chime in with the at and then they'll say hey 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 but to to have that connectivity with people is to, you know, divorce this sense of mediocrity. Everyone on the internet knows what they like. They laugh at other people who have other opinions. And, and it's what they call cancel culture. It, it's so diverse. And the thing I want to tell people is what, you know, Fran Leibowitz was saying. She, she was saying, like, so many gems. She's saying, like, don't even, like, associate yourself with these things. And, and watch this documentary. Don't take my word for it. Generally, you know, my characters are based off of someone being exceptionally weird. Someone having, like, this, this, this statement for, uh, not in a sense of normalcy, almost to be, like, anarchist. No. It's just this sense of awkwardness that I've always had and possessed. So I put, you know, a sprinkle of pizza myself into the characters, into that sense of narration. But on the next podcast, I think this happens like each year where I get up on this like pedestal talking about, you know, friendly boys, how other people and other writers have inspired themselves. And then how this thing, this written word, this spoken, you know, this, this even thought of creating something and taking on this mantle of God and thinking of themselves that way. The audacity. 
to be a writer is not for the faint of heart. And, and I want that to, to be embodied. I, I want that to be in my work. So for the next, I think, what is this? Week and a half, I'm generally going to be talking about how the characters are influenced by what I've seen. The movies, I watched The American last night, which is not bad. It, plot holes, devices, and things like this, we'll talk about that. And, and then to, you know, the first part of my series. But I just had to get this off my chest. I just want people to understand, like, never attribute, you know, a, a writer's time period in any way, shape, or form to a sense of relevancy that can be charted, you know, bar for bar, parallel to someone else who does a different job. You cannot do that way. These are two different uh, types of thinkers and two different types of processing of information. I can go on and on and on and talk about, you know, the internet and how important it is and then, too, how impactful it is. But I think I'll let you guys marinate on this a little bit of the power that you wield. Like, this is not a sense of mediocrity. Everybody on the internet knows what they like. Everybody on the internet, you know, shuns what they don't like, naturally. <laughs> Think about it. Anyway, this is me, aka Verna English. I can do this for an hour. I think I may do that tomorrow as a, a special to thank you guys. But this is B. Here comes the kill sounds. Uh, Spiky Bebop. Peace.